Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome inside Garage Door Sports. Your no-holds-barred weekly discussion on everything in the sporting world. For all your news on hockey, baseball, basketball, football, soccer, and more, you've come to the right place. And now, it's time for your hosts, Nick McVicker, Kyle Vardy, and Irfan Manji. That's right, folks. We are back for episode number seven of the podcast since the relaunch. <laughs> um, as always, I'm Nick McVicker. Joining me in studio again, welcoming him back, is Kyle Vardy. How you doing, buddy? No, you were sick last week. Uh, still not feeling the greatest, but good to be back. Glad to have you back. Definitely glad to have you back. Yeah. We missed you. Um, unfortunately, Irfan will not be able to join us this week, so it's just you and me, dude. Sounds good. Just you and me. Got a lot of talk, lots to talk about. I can get the words out. Yeah, there's uh, lots of things that have happened in the last week. See, we got Champions League. Mm-hmm. Four teams are now through to the final eight. Couple surprises. Yeah, that's, that's um, for sure. Harper, he signed. Finally signed. Yeah, and played his first game yesterday. Well, yeah. he got two at bats. He didn't actually play in the field, but whatever. He's in against a very interesting shift as well. Yeah, well, it's it's funny because he had a guy on. Oh, we'll get to that. Whatever. Yeah. Um, NBA, a couple teams have clinched playoff spots. A couple mm-hmm. teams are looking really, really bad. Yep, that's for sure. Antonio Brown has been traded. Finally, yes. But let's start with some NHL. Sure. <laughs> We're good at that. So <laughs> that we are, yes. Um. Looking at the standings right now, we're now a couple weeks removed from the uh, trade deadline. Yep. You you didn't really have a whole lot to say on that because you were missing last week, but what did you think of the trade deadline? It it was slower up until the last 20 minutes than we I think everybody expected, but yeah. Um, I think majority of the people that everybody thought was going to move actually moved. Uh, Ottawa got, got a good haul for Stone. Um, I wasn't exactly expecting the extension right away, but it's it's good for Stone that he got the extension. Well, he didn't sign it right away either. He si- he didn't sign until actually mm. yesterday or Friday. But he had it in place. Yeah, he had it in place. Kind of stuff, but um, yeah, no, it, it was. I, I expected as a Leafs fan, I expected them to do more. Uh, they didn't, which. We'll see how that ends up, but um, Nashville got better with Simmons. Didn't really give up a whole hell of a lot for him either. No. Um, Boston got more depth. Tampa got their people. Um, actually, I guess t- Tampa really didn't do anything, but they didn't really need to. They didn't really need to. Um, <laughs> Have you seen their team? Yeah, exactly. Carolina held onto their guys. Um, a little bit of surprise to me, but they've also been playing really well. So yes and no, but they're in third place right now. So um, yes, it's it's close with those last three teams. Yeah, on the outside, but um, if Carolina was going to do anything, they weren't going to trade Furland for picks or anything like that or no. draft prospects. No. They were just going to keep him and kind of like what the Leafs did with JVR last year, have him as their his own rental, right? So, yeah. Um. <clears throat> yeah. So. Other than that, 
it pretty much went to plan. Yeah. Uh, I think Philly kind of got short-ended by the Simmons deal. Apparently they had a deal in place with Boston to get a first-round pick and didn't do the didn't, didn't pull didn't the trigger. Pull it. So. Yeah. Well, we asked you the fans now that the play now that it was all done who mm-hmm. you thought was the favorite to take home Lord Stanley's cup. And 57% have Tampa Bay. Yep. 29 San Jose, 14 Calgary. And those are the only people who we only could put four options yeah. up, but no one else no one put on the other segment. So <laughs> Boston, Toronto, Washington, New York Islanders, Hon- Vegas. Oh, honestly, it's Tampa's to lose is really Winnipeg, what it is. Nashville. Winnipeg's been on a downturn. Calgary, I don't trust their goaltending. Yeah. Calgary can put the puck in the net, but I don't trust their goaltending whatsoever. Fair. Um, again, San Jose, I don't know how well, like, Martin Jones is good, but I don't know how well he's going to hold up in the playoffs. Yeah. Um, Winnipeg is number, what, number three in the West, but... Third in the West, first in their division. Again, I Winnipeg's a great team, don't get me wrong. But the way they've been playing the last couple weeks, I, I don't know if I trust them. Although, if, haven't they won their last couple with Hayes in the lineup now? Uh, probably. I, I haven't really paid attention, to be honest. Yeah. I know I know Shifley's been ice cold. But Wheeler's been flying. Wheeler's been good. But like, in order to them move on, they really have to have all cylinders flying. And Agreed. I don't think they are right Agreed. now. Agreed. Fair enough. As well as if you have a second round matchup with probably Nashville, maybe Calgary. That's no, the second round would be either Nashville or St. Louis. Well, didn't when they match up based on points? Yes, but it's Central Division. Okay, I didn't know if Pacific. they actually did that. They still one. do it. I didn't know if they matched up based on points still. No, it's oh, okay. it's based off within the division, which is so ridiculous. Yeah, so itself. means a Nash second round matchup with Nashville or St. Louis. I don't know if I like that. No, not at all. So yeah, that's fair. Uh, you so you have Tampa. You agree with our fans? Yeah, I, I I think it has to run through Tampa, and it's Tampa's to lose is really what it is. Yeah. Because Tampa's probably going to play, what, Columbus is what it's looking like right now. Columbus or Montreal. Depending Columbus or Montreal, in. yeah. Uh-huh. I don't I don't really see the Flyers sneaking into that spot. So it's Columbus, no. Montreal, possibly Pittsburgh or Carolina if those, one of those two drop a little. Yeah, if, if they lose a couple points here and there, that kind of stuff. But right. So. Any of those teams I think Tampa can handle with ease, I think. I think the toughest would be Pittsburgh if they somehow drop out, but... Montreal could surprise just with Price, depending on how he plays. That's literally that is literally the only thing that could probably keep them in that. But I think the matchup. high the high power of Tampa will probably overpower how well Price could actually play. But that's the thing; he's literally the only thing that could keep him yeah. in, keep them in that matchup. Other than that, we have another Bruins Leaf series, which I'm not sure how to feel about that. As I don't a, think anyone, as a Leafs fan, I don't like it. Irfan loves it over it. Well, as an NHL <laughs> fan, though, it's like. Come on, like we have to do something about this playoff seating that we get different matchups. Yeah. Otherwise, we have the exact same matchups every year. Well, it's funny because the whole reason they went to this was because they wanted to have rivalries. Yeah. But but, uh, but things get old real quick. Yeah. Especially in today's NHL. Like you're literally just asking for problems when you have the same two teams go up against each other every single year. Yeah, and right now you're on pace for. Pittsburgh and the Caps to play again in the first round. In the first round. In the first round, right now. Yeah, which is a joke. Which they've played, other than last year, I think, they played, what, four years straight, I'm Something pretty sure? Something like that, yeah. Or like, because the, the Caps kept going against a Rangers or Pittsburgh yeah. in each round. 
Yeah. And I don't know. Islanders Hurricanes would be an interesting series if that actually ends up that would happening. Be fun. That'd be really fun. Like that'd be fast. Don Cherry will absolutely hate it. Oh yeah. But it'll be an interesting series. It'd be so fast. What are the other series in the? Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll look, take a look at the West now, and you got Winnipeg going up against Dallas right now. Yeah. San Jose against Minnesota, and then you have terrible Nashville, St. Louis, Calgary, Vegas. Which both of those would actually be very fun series. Could you I think. imagine Arizona sneaks into that bottom spot? They've played really well. What is I think their record over the last ten is like something stupid. They're eight and two in their last ten games. They they've they have earned their spot to be that close. Right? Like they are pushing yeah. to be up there. And rightfully so. Like they have there's no issues with them playing at the level that they are. Yeah, I just like who's who's the goalie right now? Kemper? Um, is it? I think so. I don't know because I know Ranta's injured and he's done for the year. I don't know. That's the only other goalie I knew on that team. Let's let's look. Let's take a look, shall we? Right now they have Kemper, Ranta, and Picks. Oh, <laughs> Calvin Pickard. There you go. And he's zero for three. Yikes! So he has not been part of this ten-game stretch unless he was one of the two losses. Yeah, exactly. But Kemper and Ranta are the two. Kemper's got 22 wins. Well, okay. Good for him. And a 248 goals against. Yeah, 927 percentage is pretty good. I'd take that. Well, you you look at the two teams. So Minnesota's got that second wild card right now. It's 74 points. Arizona's one point back with a game in hand. Yeah. Uh, Colorado's two and, points back. And their next matchup is against Chicago. Whereas Minnesota in their next game plays San Jose. So that could be a swing as well. That that could be four point swing yeah. right there. So, like Chicago is out of it. Obviously, Edmonton looks to be out of it. Um, really, the other only other two teams that are really in the race seem to be Colorado and Arizona. Yeah, and uh, as it stands right now, can we point out that the seven team Central Division has five teams in a playoff spot right now? <laughs> the seven team Central Division. Five out of seven are currently sitting in a playoff spot. Yikes. And Colorado's two points back of that last spot. So realistically, they have six teams in contention for five spots, along with one from the uh, Pacific Division in Arizona. Yeah, that's... uh, That's messed up. Wow. That also shows how strong that Central Division really is. Mm Mm-hmm. Like even Chicago, Chicago's had some some problems this year, but they they would have had a chance if I think if Crawford was healthy, they would have been closer. Oh, for sure. And if you look past Arizona in that Pacific Division, the next four teams yeah. are the last four teams in the conference, <laughs> well, at least on the NHL website. I think on the score they have Edmonton above Chicago. But yeah. regardless, like only you know, only because Edmonton's got another win. That's the only reason why they're. Tied on row though, so I, I don't know. I don't know how they did it. I don't really care. As I said, it doesn't make sense because they have more wins than in general. Which, yes, but it's wins and overtime wins. So the only ones that they don't count are shootout. So the two teams are tied oh, yeah. on no, number of wins without shootout. No, I know, but w- yeah, I thought it goes wins first, and then it goes to row. No, it's row first. Oh, okay, row first, and then I don't know. Either way, there's only one team officially eliminated from the playoffs right now: the Ottawa Senators, and that's. Kind of where everyone expected them to be. Yeah. Even before all this Stone, Duchesne, Dezingle drama. Yeah. Which led them to being our two-time reigning tire fire of the week. 
<laughs> Good for them. Hey, you're winning something. They almost beat Boston last they night. They almost well, they had it, and then yeah. Boston did what they do. And well, came Boston back. scored with 45 seconds left in the game. So, but yeah, these the divisions are going to be really fun to watch coming down the stretch. I think right. there's some big matchups that could go either way, and it'll be interesting to see who ends up in those wild card spots in both the East and the West. Oh yeah, it'll be a, lot, a very interesting last three weeks of the season for, for sure. For sure. Um, any other stories you want to talk about in the NHL? I know you were looking at that Voracek hit uh, earlier. Yeah, I I didn't see it originally. I just watched it a little bit earlier, and it looks pretty dirty to me. Uh, apparently, him he's supposed to have a a, sus- a hearing for a suspension coming up. Apparently, yeah, which so. I agree with. I I, I you, we both watched it together. That was a bad. Yeah, hit. He, he went out of his way. Guy wasn't even paying attention to him because neither of them had the puck. Yeah. And catch the guy high. Like, you can't do that. Hey, Carl Grundstrom scored. Didn't know that. Yeah, he got his first last night in his first NHL game. And then um, the guy from New York did as well, the rookie defenseman. Um, Oh, what's his name? Najak or whatever? Honestly, I've been so out of the loop with sports, (laughs) I can't say I've paid attention. Ooh. That's the Eichel one. Yeah. Kyle, just watched the Eichel hit. Um, Maybe we'll try to post that as well. Yeah, um, was, he uh, caught the guy pretty good at the blue line. But Eichel got hit earlier in this game. And nothing was nothing happened. Yeah. So he was pissed. Oh, for he sure. Caught, he caught the guy. That's not the way to go about it. Unfortunately, the Colorado guy was reaching. I was going to say, I also think the Colorado guy was reaching for He was sure, definitely reaching. Oh, no. Which is a problem when you are playing a contact sport and you reach in with one arm and you have your head wide open. Absolutely. Um, I, uh, I think... Absolutely. I think Voracek's more likely to get a suspension than Eichel will. I think Eichel might be more of a fine than anything, but yeah. Um, who knows with today's NHL? You really don't. That's the thing. Like the, the suspensions and everything are so inconsistent. Yeah, exactly. But so what I are you gonna know. do? Yep. Um, we have some sad news from the NHL this week. Ted mm-hmm. Lindsay passing away. Yep. Uh, terrible Ted. Thoughts and prayers with his family. Um. Yeah, and then Howell died today. Howell died as well, yeah. Uh, Hamilton born. Yep. Born and raised. Uh, he passed away as well, so thoughts and prayers are with his family as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's tough to hear those things because those, we build these athletes up to be almost oh, superhuman. They're legends. It's it's the biggest thing. Like, they're legends, and nobody expects them to leave, and when they do pass on, it's, you're, it's, oh, it's okay. Well, but then you also, it's it's a, in a way, it's it allows us to relive their memories Absolutely. and all their highlights and everything that we we knew them for. It gets us allows us a reason to look back on those. So and an absolute classy move in the Detroit game the day after. Yep. Uh, by Athanasiu. I'm mm-hmm. sure you saw it. Yep. Scores his goal, points to the seven on his chest, and straight up and says thank you. You yep. can actually see him melt the words thank you. Well, it, which is th- the best is that's. There's definitely a lot of players that realize they wouldn't be where they are without those uh, th- those players, right? That, oh, absolutely. That, that, I don't. Know, it's uh, I'm I'm at a loss for words. Really, it's it's those those people that you know. I didn't I, nec- I didn't necessarily grow up on, but you knew them. You knew, you knew how they played. You modeled your game around them because of how well they were and like. Yeah, that's the thing. We didn't we didn't grow up watching these guys. Yeah. Ted Lindsay. Um, the Rocket, yeah. but 
you know how many of them we could name? Oh, exactly. And how many of them we probably have seen videos of and emulated our our stuff after is unbelievable. But we never watched them. No. And yet we know everything. Yeah. And it's one of those things like, it's sad to see it happen, but you know that 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 Lindsay and Howell, they they did exactly what they wanted to. They got to play one of the best games in the world mm-hmm. for a living. Got paid to do it. And left a legacy. Yeah, and put their stamp on it is really what it was. That's, right? so. It's crazy. Um, let's let's move on from hockey. Yeah. Um, which in, in more positive. Yeah, we'll get to a more positive note. Um, MLB. Yep. Is actually we can actually talk about it. There's spring training going it's on. It's back. It's back, it's baby. Back. Um, and we got two big stories right now. I mm-hmm. mean, there's there's other stuff happening, and mo- more will come for yep. through spring training. But um, first one, Harper finally signs with the biggest contract in MLB history, or is mm-hmm. it sports history? Uh, I believe it's just MLB. MLB, I think. thirteen years, three hundred. I'm sure it's all sports because I don't think anybody else is it is three hundred or three thirty. Uh, thirteen years, three thirty. I believe I think it's three thirty. Um. Which, in and of itself, is pretty cool. But does he deserve it? According to everybody, basically in the MLB, yes, he does. If you look at his stats, I was going to say that. I I don't know if he does. Um, I I think he's a very very good player, and he can hit the ball. But is he a three hundred thirty million dollar man? And if he is. What does that make a Mookie Betts, who's even better defensively and can hit better? What does that make a Mike Trout? What does that make possibly just, a Vlad if he if he can get work on his defense? Like, wh- where does I, that I put people? I feel like people? in all of sports that we're just going to have more absurd contracts coming in every year. Every year you're going to get a person who you never think they're going to make that much money and they end up making... A stupid amount of money. Um, like, you look at Machado. Everybody says he doesn't hustle, all that kind of stuff. He's technically making more base salary than Harper. Yeah. Because he's got $30 million base salary. Correct. And does, is he worth $30 million the way he's played? Mm, I wouldn't say so. Do, is he worth no. $30 million the way he played last year? Absolutely not. Absolutely No, absolutely not. The years before, maybe. Are people paying them based on potential and where they can take a team? Yes. And that's and that's I, I don't know about that with Machado though. I, I think that's I think they're looking at him as he's what, twenty five? Yeah, something like that. Like, something like that, yeah. You're paying him ten years till he's thirty five. You're getting every single good year of possibly of his existence with MLB, I guess is what you could say. Yeah. Right? He's coming onto a team in San Diego that is up and coming. Yeah. They have a few good pieces in place, but they have lots of prospects coming in. Yeah. So I think he, what in San Diego's mind, Machado's that piece that can then lift those prospects so they don't have as much pressure. That's fair. Right? But I still, I would have taken Harper over Bryce, or Manny. Yeah. In my opinion. Yes, yes, and Manny brings you better defense. And it, Not as it, short, which was what he was pushing for. Thankfully, it looks like he's going to play third. Yeah, he's he's one of the best defensive third basemen in the league right now. One of 
Not the best. I, I don't think he's one of. I, I think he's one of the top five. Say, I'd be say he one or two. I'd put him top five. For sure. Who would you put ahead of him? I'd have Aaron Otto for sure. Aaron Otto's probably the best defensive third baseman. <laughs> the w- when Machado was playing third, he was the best defensive third baseman. No, no, no. He had the best arm. He made some mistakes going to his left. Uh, yeah. He was way better going to his right down the third base line than he was going infield. Yeah. So I think overall, Aaron Otto's a better defensive player. Mm-hmm. Do I think Harper's a very, very good defensive player? For sure. Yeah. One, two, maybe third best in the league. Yeah. I still think Aaron Otto's better. Okay. Right? And yep. th- that's not even a shot at Machado. So, so, so what does that say for Aaron Otto's next contract then? It's going to be stupid. <laughs> so That's the other thing. Like yeah. Machado got 10 years of 30 mil each. Mm-hmm. Aaron Otto, I think, is a better hitter well, it, and a they, better they, defensive player. They were saying that they were close to a contract with Aaron Otto, did they not? I don't think he ever uh, signed it. I don't think he ever signed anything. Um, so we will never but, know. Yeah, so I, I, think, I think he's going to be... A great, a great piece for San Diego, I think. Actually, I will correct that. Did he end up signing a new contract? I think he did. Eight years, $260 million, mm. which is a 32.5 average. Yeah. That makes him a free agent say, in the 2027 season. Because Justin and I were talking, I'm pretty sure he was... Yeah, so he did sign it. Yeah. It just wasn't... I don't think it had got as big of a draw as the Machado and Harper yeah. one because, well, it's... It's eight years at two sixty as opposed to ten years at three hundred and thirteen years at three thirty. Yep. So I, I to go back to, to Harper, I think it's a lot of money, I agree. But I think that he is potentially a player that can bring Philly to that next level. I think especially if you take a, you take him away from Washington, um and you put him in that Phillies lineup in the exact same division. Yeah. I think that can actually bring that team Almost to the next level. Okay, but but can we actually talk about his stats? The guy's only hit 100 RBIs once in yep. his career. He only has three, 30 home runs twice. Mm-hmm. He is bl- bl- plotted for his power. And I'm not saying that's wrong. He has great power, but he's only hit over 300. He's only hit over 374 twice. Over three seventy four or two two seventy four. Over two seventy four twice. Yeah, over three seventy four. That's, that's he hit three thirty in twenty fifteen. His M- MVP season. Mm-hmm. He had forty two home runs, ninety nine RBIs, had was three thirty, with a slugging percentage of six forty nine, which yeah. is great. Don't get me wrong, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. The only other year he's gone over three hundred in his batting average was twenty seventeen, but he only had twenty nine home runs and eighty seven RBIs. How many First, games did he play though? Played 111. Oh, so he missed 50 games. Yeah, that's probably why. But last year he only had no. But if you if you extend those stats out in 2017, he plays the extra 50 games. You're looking at probably 40 home runs and 120 Fair. plus RBIs. Okay, year before though, he only had 24 home runs and 86 RBIs and 147 games played. Yeah, and then that right. was it's a, just, and that, was, just, that was a down year. So it's just an inconsistency within with him. That is I it find. inconsistency based on his actual play, or is it inconsistency based it's on the, the team around him? It's hard to tell though. Yeah. Right. Well, I'm sure there's underlying stats that oh, people for are, sure. are saying, "Oh, well, he's actually worth this much money." Yeah. But you look so. at yeah, you look at their projected lineup. It's scary. You got McCutcheon, you got Segura, pro- followed by Harper, Hoskins, Real Muto, Franco, Herrera, Hernandez, yep. and then whoever is pitching. The pitcher. Yep. That's that's a really good lineup. And that's your number one batter last year for Phillies, uh, Hernandez, who 
did quite well last year. I'm pretty sure he like got 270, 280 average, something like that. Something like that, yeah. And um, you're now putting him in your eight hole. That's That makes your lineup pretty scary. So, you know, how he does next year with all those pieces around him and more protection in that lineup, you know, I could see him drawing a lot more walks. Um, I could see him getting on base a lot more and Reese Hoskins ripping some bombs because oh, yeah. they don't want to pitch to Harpers. They'd rather pitch to Hosh- Hoskins. Yep. And then if they don't want to pitch to Hoskins, they have Rio Muto right behind him. So I can think of Rio Muto is going to have a great year too. So yeah. I think with Harper going there, he makes that lineup better. Oh, he for makes sure. everybody around him better, which if they have to pay him $23.5 million plus whatever else he's making in incentives, then... To me, as as Philly, that's worth it. Oh, you, I'm you, not you denying ha- that. You already fact. have the pieces in place, and I think the only thing they need next is a three-four starter. Yeah, and then they are set. I think. Yeah, because they got Nola and Arietta and Pavetta. Oh, Velasquez is their third third starter right now. Okay, but I think he's better off as a four-five. So if you can get a third starter from somebody. I think that's probably the best best for them to go after, but that's fair. Um, but you look at the you look at the lineup that they had last year. Franco had the highest batting average at two seventy. Yep. Had twenty two home runs. Odubel Herrera had twenty two home runs. Reese Hoskins had tw- thirty four home runs. Right. Mm-hmm. Hernandez had fifteen, but he had ninety five walks. Yeah. Like they're good. They're putting their players in a good position. Oh, for sure. And the Nationals are probably going to be a little worse this year. The well, Braves are... The projected standings right now is the Nationals are going to win the division, which... Their pitching might help. <laughs> yeah, but who... You just don't S- know. Strasburg can't stay healthy for I the know. life of him. I, I know. I'm just saying. You just don't know what they're pitching. They're either going to be lights out or they're going to shit the bed. Well, the other thing is the Phillies had to get better because the Mets got better. Yeah. Right? The Mets got Cano. They got Edwin Diaz. Um, and... The Braves are young, so they're going to get better just based off having more experience. The biggest thing is I think the Braves have to go after Granke. I think the Braves need a, a number one starter. They do, for sure. No, and they definitely need They it. have all the offensive pieces. They have all that kind of stuff, but the Braves just don't have the pitching to withstand uh, that uh, National League, especially in their own division. Yeah. I think I think the, the Marlins are going to be absolutely terrible, but the other four teams are going to be good. Oh, yeah. I think the Mets are going to be a lot better. Nationals are going to take a little bit of a, a, a back step, I think. Um, but I don't think they're going to miss that much. I don't think they're going to be taking that big of a step back. Um, and then the Braves, obviously, they were good last year. See how much uh, Acuna can take a step forward. And I, I think it's going to be an interesting division. I, I'm not, I couldn't tell you who's actually going to win that division right now. No. like Atlanta won last year. Yeah. So people are putting them below the Nationals, the Phillies, and the Mets, but mm-hmm. they won last year. They went to the playoffs. That that gives you a lot of experience for those young guys. They could do it again. Oh, absolutely. Right? The Phillies got better. The, the Nationals, in my opinion, got worse, but everyone still has them really high. Yep. I don't know what the Mets are going to do. I think it comes down to pitching for them. If they can have Syndergaard and DeGrom and... And and healthy, mm-hmm. like it makes a difference. Yep. The biggest thing for the Braves is going to be pitching, and if they can get some starting pitchers go good, like uh, Teheran, if 
Soroka and Tucson can come up and pitch lights out like they have been in minors, which yeah. is they're just a big ask. Like once once they get Fontenewitz back, because um, he's I think he's gonna miss. They said he might not make the opening day start. Uh, they got Gosman from Baltimore last which year, which will help as a help four as or a, five, yeah, late late starter. But I still think they need that one. Colby big, Allard could be really good too. I still I just think I think they need that one big guy. And I agree. Ev- well, the one everybody keeps talking about. Is Granky, which is rightfully because yeah. he's the one that's on the market. exactly for Arizona. The other one they keep talking about is Bumgarner. So I think, I think Bumgarner is less likely to move than Granky, though. I, I would I would say yes. I, I just think that, um, you know, they they need one of those two guys. I think. Yeah, that's fair. Which which the the two big guys in the market. Uh, everybody's saying that Stroman's available. I don't know if he's that big of a guy comparatively to Bumgarner or Granky. He's younger, fits more into the Braves system that way. Yeah, um, that, that might make a better deal for the Braves, but yes, like logical sense with the building team and everything might might help them a little bit better. But uh, yeah, I agree. But it is what it is. Um, and then obviously, I don't know what about their bullpen, but if they need a closer, they have their ex closer on the market right now, right? So yeah, depends if they want to pay Kimbrel that much. Is really what it question comes down to. So. Yeah, that's true. Um. Yeah, it'll, it'll be an interesting NL East this year. Oh, for sure. The other big story in spring training right now has been the Vladimir Guerrero show. Mm-hmm. And, and rightfully the, so. And lack thereof in the spring training right now? Yeah, but rightfully so. The guy's the number one prospect in MLB, mm-hmm. voted by uh, everybody. Yep. Um, He's got the bat that is ready to go. The defense... Needs a little bit of work, but it's yep. not that far off. It's not like he's an absolute liability on the no. on the third base line. Story comes out today that our happy-go-lucky number one prospect has an oblique strain. Yes, he does. Um, to give everyone kind of a medical background to this, grade one oblique strain, They when they do strains, they're based off of how much of the actual fibers are torn within the muscle. Yep. Grade one is... Five percent or less. Grade two is anywhere between five percent and a hundred percent, which is stupid. <laughs> Basically, everything else. And then grade three is when it is actually a hundred percent. Good night. Yeah. Right. So the whole thing is torn. Yeah. Those ones are the worst, obviously, because you have to fully reattach a muscle together, which is very, very hard to do, but can be done and has been done many times. Um, Kobe Bryant's uh, Achilles is a good example of that. Yep. Um, you can fully repair them, but so thankfully for Vlad, it's only grade one. Yeah, it's only it's like less than five percent. It's going to be two two to three weeks. They're saying three right now, but two to three weeks. People are questioning it. People are questioning <laughs> it purely because <laughs> the Jays were already talking about you know manipulating his service time and having them have an extra year of control and all kind of stuff. Yeah. I think there's a there's a chance that they he maybe he might have tweaked something and then they said okay we'll, we'll shut it down for three weeks and we'll, we'll reevaluate you then just so they can cover themselves. I'm sure there smart. is some sort of injury or oh yeah something. I don't think Vlad would want to miss spring training. I think the biggest thing is they <laughs> they need to shut him down the opposite of what they did to Donaldson last year where they let him play and then all of a sudden. He's gone for the rest of the season. Yeah. So hopefully, so, hopefully he comes back healthy and ready to go because he's going to be a big piece for this Blue Jays team. Oh, he's is a huge piece of the future. Um, I think this year, I don't know if he's going to have the season everybody thinks he's going to have. 
just because of how poor I think Jay's going to play. But, um, yeah, I, I think their team at the end of the year is definitely going to be a lot better than it looks projected this way, uh, the, the start of the year at least. Um, Drew, Drury's expected to be starting a third. Um, yeah, I have the thing. Yeah. Which I have a different lineup order, but I have the same pretty much. Yeah, so it's it's basically positions are set unless they make any sort of moves. Um, Tay Oscar in left, Pilar center, Grichik in right probably. McKinney's probably going to start on the bench. I would say McKinney either starts on the bench or in the minors. Well, right now, I don't, I don't like know if he has any options. Right now, it looks like he's starting on the bench. Does he have options? Though? I don't know. I, I can't answer Cause, that cause, question. Because right now, I think I'd rather have. Um, Pompey there right now because he's got no options left and he's playing well this off uh, this uh, oh sp- for sure spring training so the biggest person that I'm interested to see is uh, Alfred because right now he's on an absolute tear yeah, he's four home runs in four games yeah F- four home runs in eleven at bats yeah which is just outstanding so and that's what he's he's shown that in spurts that he can do that he's shown he has power and he's got some stupid speed when he wants to have it yeah so he could be. He's going to be our future center fielder. Yeah, so I, I think Pilar is going to be gone this year. I think I just think they're going to try and trade and get some value. Um, and I don't know if he's going to be gone at the beginning of the year, though. Maybe not at the beginning of the year, but I think eventually, at least somewhat through the season. You also think Smoke's going? Right, I think I think right Smoke's going. Training. I think I think Smoke's basically doing a uh, audition right now, and I think he's going to go to the highest bidder of person who needs a first baseman. Yeah. Because if I'm looking, I look at the Yankees and stuff like that. I think the Yankees might look at him because I don't know how much they actually trust uh, Voight or whatever the hell his name is. Bird. Yeah. And either I would take Smoke over the, both of those in a heartbeat um, just because, you know, I think Voight's going to come back down to earth compared to what he did last year. And um, right, if, if you had if you had Smoke to the lineup with a, le- a switch-hitting bat and a, a lefty catcher at first, that lineup, because right now your projected lineup for the Yankees is Hicks, Judge, Stanton, Sanchez, Andahar. They have Voight at first base, Tulo, Gleyber Torres, and Brett Gardner. And Tulo will soon be subbed out for... Um, no, Tulo's there for the year. No, I know, but uh, Didi will come back and Tulo will be on the Oh, yeah, that's at the end of the year, though. You had Tommy Johnny's not coming back until August, yeah. July, August, something like I think that. it's July. So. Um. So yeah, he's got you know half months, a season right? basically. So um, he's got half a season to pretty much try to win a contract for next year. Yeah, and then that's his job. And then even then, Tulo can basically just like fill in for somebody because uh, obviously you know in sports there's injuries all the time. Yeah, right? See, they, so. no, but you have Tulo on the bench to be that veteran presence, and yeah. he can spot Gleber and Didi first starts down the stretch to give them rest before the playoffs. Because let's be honest, the Yankees are probably going to be in the playoffs. Well, and then you can also swap out Stanton and put him in the left field and take out Gardner and put Tulo at DH if you have to or whatever you no, want. No, no, they, they they have options. They have options, That's but I think Voit at number six right there is the big. They're probably the weak spot. Um, in that lineup right now, and I yeah. say if you, if you if you have a guy like Smoke that's available, I I think you can you should go for it. Like you look at their rotation: Severino, Paxton, Tanaka, Hap, Sabathia. Like I'm sorry, what? <laughs> like, yeah, like you're you're all in. You're trying to beat Boston. Is what it, you're you're going head to head, and Boston's got a similar guy to Smoke in Moreland right now. Smoke's a better hitter, I believe, but um. Very similar defensively, right? So yeah. I, I think that's where 
the Yankees are, are lacking. I think the Jays can really pick that up. And then, obviously, for the Jays, you pick you trade Smoke. That opens up a spot for Rowdy Tellez. So, um, it'll be an interesting year for the Jays. It's going to be a very, very, very long year, but it'll be very interesting for sure. Here's here's another place that could end up that might yeah. make them a little better. How about the Rockies? I know Murphy's playing first there right now, but Murphy was a second baseman for a long time. Their sec their current second baseman is Garrett Hampson. Who? Thank you. Okay. <laughs> That's the same question I had. Yeah. You bring him into that lineup. Mm-hmm. Allow him to... Oh, they got Ryan McMahon, too. Yeah, but... Uh, would you rather have Daniel Murphy playing second and Smoke playing first? Or yep. would you have McMahon? Or oh, I know for sure. Right? And they have some... I'm pretty sure that... I think they have some prospect capital that they could move. Oh, I'm sure they have something. Right? And I don't think Smoke's going to cost an arm and a leg, honestly. As much as the Jays want him to, I don't think he will. He'll, he'll get a good prospect. He'll get a good prospect, but I don't sure. think he'll get a prospect and a pick. Like, it'll probably be just a uh, good prospect. It'll be, it'll be a, a it'll have to be a good prospect in order to get him out. But like, other than that, the, yeah. the Jays are going to trade him and then trade him the highest bidder at yeah. well, for uh, sure. the trade deadline, right? So I agree. I'm just It's just more of a, could the Rockies be in play? Oh, potentially. The other one they were talking about was Houston and moving off Yuri Gurriel off of first and putting Yuli. him as a DH. Yeah, because Yuli's not exactly the greatest defensive first baseman. And Smoke is actually, to his credit, not a terrible for defensive first baseman. No, Smoke's actually a really good defensive first baseman, and he's a switch hitter. Yeah. So if you have the chance, opportunity to put you know Yuli as a DH and then move in Smoke as a, a switch hitter in the lineup, that makes the Astros that much better, and the Astros have lots of dra- uh, prospect capital they can then uh, ponder off. So that was another option. Yeah. And all this started from our Vlad conversation. <laughs> Honestly, the Jays season is going to be probably a gong show from day one, but they you got to expect them to be like, okay, we, we're going to try. We're we're going to play our players as much as we can. Yeah. I think Bichette, I think Telez, I think Vlad all make the team at some point early in the season. Is there a chance Biggio comes up this season? Maybe. Doubt it. It, it honestly it depends on if they trade anybody. If they start trading people, yeah. then it opens opportunities. I don't I don't want Biggio to come up and sit on the bench. No, absolutely not. I'm saying to come up and actually play. Is there a chance? The biggest thing is you gotta find a spot for Vlad. If Vlad's gonna play third, means Drury's out. Means Drury's probably gonna be your extra guy. Which is fine. I actually don't mind right him now, as the extra. Shorts Freddie Galvis. So Freddie Galvis is he's a competent shortstop, so I don't know if they're really gonna look to unseat him right now. No, but um, it, I'm I, saying if you if you get to the trade deadline, right? Yep. Let's let's say you get to the trade deadline. Galvis is having a good year. Yep, he's a veteran bat, right? In yeah. comparison, you, do you, do you move him and allow Bichette to come up? If you could potentially if we're trash? look to, to 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 trade him and see what you can get. If we're trash at that um, point, might not, might make sense. It only depends on really what you're going to get back. Is really the question is of course. Um, I I I only think Bichette's going to come up probably late in the season, probably July August, maybe even just uh, September. Yeah. Uh, I just still th- I think he needs a little bit more conditioning and a little bit more seasoning. Uh, he's played well in the spring training, though. So oh, for they're sure. ma- he's making it very hard for and, them. And, and the biggest thing is I think some of their older pieces are going to be gone, and I think that's going to open up a lot more opportunity. Right now, Biggio is playing every position under the damn sun. But that's what he did. That's what he did in minor leagues. Too. Yeah, and th- th- but that's what the, the that's, what, J- that's what the Jays have been trying to do. They've been they've been telling him to go play this position, all this kind of stuff, and, they've and been, he's been happy to do it. And he's been happy to do it, which is good because. You can have an all-around guy, kind of like a, a Swiss Army knife, kind of like Zobrist, uh, right? Holt as well. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. it'll be an interesting 
year to watch the Jays only because it's the Jays. Yep, and it'll be a very long season, but we're in for the long haul. So understatement. Mm-hmm. Um, let's move on to some soccer. Sure. We've got a couple stories that we want to talk about. Let's first talk Champions League. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had the second leg of the first half of the <laughs> draws. Yep. So four matches happened. Mm-hmm. Um, couple surprises in the results. Well, I want to I want to yeah. save the United PSG one for last because obviously we're going to talk about that one a little bit more. Yeah. Let's let's save that one. Um, Tottenham for the second time, blank Dortmund, mm-hmm. and won that four nil on aggregate. A little surprised with that. I think we all had Dortmund beating them, but. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Tottenham played really well. Yep. Um, same day, Ajax absolutely trounced Real yep. 4-1 and made them look stupid. Oh, they were terrible, huh? Made them look absolutely stupid and well-deserved by Ajax. They're mm-hmm. probably the best academy system in the entire world. Yep. And they showed their young talent in that game. Yeah, they they showed that it, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to go out and buy the best players. You, if no. you develop them and bring them up through your system, they yeah. can actually be the best players. For sure. And they, they earn their spot in the next round, mm-hmm. so good for them. Um, Porto won 3-1 after extra time. Yep. Because they, they were tied on aggregate after... Um, after 90. After 90, 2-2. Two, yep. two, two. Little surprised by that. I thought Roma was the better team, but good for Porto for pushing through. Pretty much everybody we expected to win didn't win. Well, that's not true because I think we had United winning at PSG because of all the injuries to PSG yeah. and the way United was playing. True. I don't think we expected it to happen the way it did. Yeah, <laughs> with the, the the controversy of well, let's let's go back to the first game. They lost two nothing at yeah. Old Trafford. Yeah. So you now have to go into Paris. Score three goals yep. and hope to hold them to one to win mm-hmm. on away. And it started off perfect. They've got a goal in the second minute. Yeah. Good start, good good way to go. The rest of that first half, even after the goal was scored by PSG, United could not touch the ball. No. I think it, I think I was showing you at one point it was like eighty nine to eleven for possession. Yeah. It's like, what is going and on? PSG just couldn't put it in the back of the net, which is their problem. If they put one in, that yeah. game was done. Oh, for sure. And then United came out of half, put a quick one in again. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, the, the penalty was controversial. Yeah. Was it the right call? Yes. Yes. And I'm happy to have an argument with anybody on that one. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. Had it gone the other way, I kind of would have understood because I actually hate the rule of handball when it comes to arm away from the body because yep. there's no definition of what that means. Yep. They, they say natural arm position. Well, all of us and, are different. And, all of our shoulders are different. Anything's holds. a natural arm position, really. Right? It's like so it's, it, it's a hard call. Is his arm away from the body? Yes. Is it a penalty? I think so. Yeah. Well, there, there's a, there was a lot of people that were saying that, like, video review is ruining the game and all that kind of stuff because, like, Things like that that would normally just happen, yeah, are now being reviewed, and all of a sudden, oh, okay, we're actually we're bringing it back, we're bringing it back. Like, but it's, but I <sighs> see, I'm caught because I want it to be the right call. Yeah, I don't want a team to get screwed on a call not happening because that's what happened to England in the World Cup, and everyone lost yeah. their minds, and that's the whole reason VAR came into effect. Yeah. 
But then the other thing is that you're now there's some things uh, I've, I've very watched briefly soccer, but there's a lot of calls that I've seen that are on VAR that are being called that I don't believe should be called. Oh, I agree. They have not perfected yeah. VAR, and and it's a bit of a mess. Which and I, I think I, I think, I think the biggest thing is that you got to if you're gonna bring it in. You got to make it right. You you can't bring it in and do it do it half ass, so to say. No, I agree. I totally agree, and I think they need to figure that out, and that's fine. Like, yeah, that that's something that can be done. But I think they got it right on this one. Yep. Parish fans are going to say no, and that's fine. I I totally get where they're coming from, mm-hmm. and I would like to say that if it happened the other way, I would, I would agree that it was still the right call. I probably wouldn't. You, as much as I want to believe that you, I, you, <laughs> you say that now until it actually happens to your as, team, but. As, yeah. as, as someone who just enjoys the game and wants it to be called right, I yeah. wish I could say for a 100% certainty that I, if it was called against United the same way that it was called against PSG, yeah. that I would say it was right. I can't say that, mm-hmm. so I'm not going to. But it, it's one of those ones where, yes, the call was probably right, but no, I don't think it was. It doesn't make it any easier to accept is no. the biggest thing. So, But United does do sneak through, and yeah. they finally lost a game today in the Ole Gunner. Yep. Rain. Oh no, he's cut. He's, he's cut. Gonna, no he's more. Not, he doesn't no, get he's his not contract. The next co- coach, you know, he's done. So that guy's earned a contract. Yeah. Can we, can we state that? I outright? I, I agree, but it was <laughs> can we state that I, outright though? Right now, he he's earned a contract. I agree. Whether that contract is with United, that is still up to to be decided. I think it's got to be with United. You, I, you as would, United, you would think as United, you can't let this guy go. You would think, <laughs> but they've done stupider things before. Yeah. Oh, and then I was reading something else saying that Mourinho apparently is going to take over in Real. Yeah, and then Real said no. Yeah. And then uh, and then afterwards, Real said he would be dumb not to accept our offer if we offered him. Yeah. So I'm like, <laughs> I don't know where Real's standing okay. right now. Okay, <laughs> make Whatever. up your mind. Um, so we got four more games this week. We'll yep. see how those play out. We'll talk that with Irfan next week. Mm-hmm. Um, the draw for the semifinals uh, is March 15th. So hold on, I want to see this. Um... Yeah, so that's March fifteenth. Yep. So we got that'll be on Friday. So we'll th- they'll be drawn already into the teams that they're going to play. Yeah, and we can talk. There's about a that. chance that four English squads actually make it into the final eight. Because okay, who's who's on right now? United, Tottenham. United, Tottenham are through. City have a three-two lead going home. Yeah, and then Liverpool's tied with Bayern zero-zero. And they just ha- they're going away. So as long yeah. as they draw. Well, scoring they win. I was gonna say they have to score still, but yeah, they have to score. But as long as they draw well, scoring well, they win. Bo- both games on Wednesday are zero zero in aggregate. They both tied zero zero. So. Yeah, so that that could be interesting. The four English squads into the final eight that'd be really cool. And of course, the way the way the draw works, they're all going to match up against each other. Yes, but that means that there's two guaranteed two teams <laughs> into the semifinals. Yeah, so I'm okay with that. Yeah, <laughs> um, but that'll be interesting. So yeah. the other thing I want to talk about is in the EPO. Some absolutely horrific scenes today, mm-hmm. in multiple matches. Multiple matches, yeah. But the big one, and you know what, I'm gonna take this right into our tire fire of the week. Yep. Because this is my tire fire, <laughs> and rightfully so. Oh, absolutely. Is the fan going onto the pitch and punching Jack Grealish? Yep. In the side of the face. Okay. That's an absolute joke. The guy ran on the pitch. That that's the other one. You were looking yeah. at the video of the Stewart. I'm I'm going to get to that. This I'm, gets I'm, even better. I I didn't see the original video of this one, so I'm watching that yeah. one right now. So this gets even better. So Grillish 
I guess the ball went out of play, and I don't know what happened. Like I, I didn't see the play before, but the fan runs on, sucker punches him from behind in the bottom of the jaw. Yeah. And first of all, my question is, how did he get that far onto the field, and why? Why is there only one security guard chasing this guy down? Yeah. How is that allowed? I don't. Know, I just. It's like if you watch it, that's it's right there. Yeah. Well, it's. Why is there only one security guard? Well, the stewards are absolutely useless. Half of them are ninety-five years old and don't even pay attention to the game. No, either. and I get that. But look, there's there's one yeah. security guard. I know there's multiple because this is a derby match. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know soccer, derby match is when two local teams or two clubs that have a bitter rivalry go up against yeah. each other. So it'd be like. I want to use an example from North America. Like, like the Lakers and the Clippers going up against each other, or the yeah. Dodgers and the Angels. Two Le- people Leafs, from the, Habs. No, but that's the thing. These are even worse because they're literally local rivals. It's not... Like, Leafs and Habs is a huge rivalry, but it's worse than that because no, they're just, so I, much I, I, meant, I meant more in the scale of rivalry. Yeah. Is what it's more... But it's, it's Leafs-Habs on steroids, though. Yeah. Right? It's Leafs-Habs back in... No, sorry. Let's put it this way. It's Leafs Ottawa back in 06, 07. Yeah. When it was Chris Neal, Darcy Tucker going to kill people. It was basically. Right? It's, it's bad. Yeah. And so to see this, to have one security guard go out onto the field, yeah. there's got to be probably 50 there because they know this shit happens. Oh, unfortunately. For sure. So he gets punched in the face. Doesn't react, by the way. And I want to credit two players on. Uh, Villa for this. I, I wrote down their numbers. Uh, number six and number 49. I think it's Mings is number 40. I can't remember who number six is. and I'm sorry. I probably should look it up. Um, they held all the other players back Yeah. while the security guard was pulling this guy out. Mm-hmm. Later in the game, Grillish goes and scores. Yeah. The, the eventual game winner. Yeah. Goes and, goes and celebrates by the... Uh, advertising boards yep and subsequently gets kicked by one of the Birmingham City stewards yep what a joke (laughs) are you kidding how is like if you're the EPL you have to come down on Birmingham and like not necessarily for the fan one yeah like that happens people run on the field I get that they're gonna face huge backlash I can tell you this the stewards though are part of your organization. Yeah. And that, you cannot allow that to happen. No. That you, you, they're literally hired by your organization to do that. You cannot allow... Like, yeah. again, people get on the field. That's that's not what the, my issue is. Mm-hmm. That fan needs to be banned for life. He should not be allowed back into the pitch. Well, that steward's going to be banned for life, too. That steward will be as well. 100%. But the fan getting on the field is... I don't necessarily blame the stewards because it happens all the time. You see it all the time. There but was four but, fans but on that, the field. That shouldn't be a thing, though. But it happens even here. You see it in NFL games every once in a while. It's oh, not as frequent. No, but that's what I mean. But like, with how frequently it happens, there's got to be some sort of better, better thing they can do. Yeah. Well, there's like, four I, I, today. I get, I get you can't control, you know, a guy in the first row hopping over and going in the stands. Like I get that. Like, yeah. But like, well, I'm they sh- used I, to. Do you know what they used to do? There used to be barbed wire fences yeah. around all the pitches. And uh, um, Craig Forrest was on the Sportsnet broadcast today before the uh, United Arsenal match. Yeah. And he was saying. I don't want to go back to that, but do we have to? Like, that that's a scary thought. The, well, the biggest thing is that everything nowadays is about making money, right? Everything is about, you know, visibility for fans and make sure it's better for of course. You know, video and all that kind of, of stuff. Of course, and of course. And I they understand don't, They that. don't want to have to be, like, you know, 
you know, almost everything we got jail yard rules where it's barbed wire all the, all the way around the, the side. Yeah, but right? you don't but want you don't want the players to be put at risk, and that's the problem. Yeah, like, and that's Grealish. If this guy connected better, like thankfully this guy pretty much glanced his jaw. He <laughs> caught him, but he, it was more of a glance than a real hit. Yeah. If this guy actually caught him hard, and Grealish was concussed, oh yeah, like that that is unacceptable. I I, I completely agree, and I, th- I think that. Is going to be lots of backlash regarding this for sure, and rightfully so. Oh, absolutely. So uh, that's my tire fire over the week. Yep. Um, I'll let you go because I have to do Irfans. Yep. He sent me his. I have to. I have to tell everybody what it is, but I'll let you go first. Yeah. Well, my tire fire for the week is the state of the L.A. Lakers and oh, how Lakers. absolutely trash they are right now. That's sad, uh, too. And that they're, is, they're, they're that is the understatement of the, of, of the year right but now. But the, the sad thing is their lineup shouldn't be this bad. No. And they really they, shouldn't. They brought in LeBron, and everybody's, oh, they're going to be number one in the West. They're going to compete with the Golden State Warriors. And right now they're below seven games out of the playoffs. Below 500. Yeah. Six games below 500. I, be, I, get, I, get, I get LeBron's injured. I get LeBron's injured. Which is injured, fine. But there was no way he was going to carry him that much. He couldn't. Even even in even He's in Cle- even in Cleveland, he had more pieces than he does right now. It's debatable, but those pieces played better together. That's what I mean. That's that's more what I said. Right. I, I would say that the Lakers pieces are better in well individually. They're younger. They're better individually. Lonzo can't put up points by himself. I'm not saying he could. Ingram, who knows nobody even knows what he is yet. Yeah. He was number what, two overall pick? Something like that. And People still have no idea what he's what he's actually worth. Yeah. Uh, Kuzma can either go off for forty points or not even show up and get Disappear. two. Uh, Hart has been pretty much invisible. I'm pretty sure. Like I, I haven't paid too much attention to the Lakers to be honest. Hart was hurt, wasn't he, for a while? Uh, I don't know. I when think he, he was hurt when it, when it, when I watch the games. When I see, yeah, he's invisible. Yeah. Lance, I don't think he's done too much. Rajon. Well, he was injured for the longest time. Like I, I get they've had injuries. Contavious Caldwell Pope was yeah. supposed to be good. Tyson Chandler came in. He's done nothing. Yeah, JaVel McGee. JaVel, JaVel is Yikes. JaVel. JaVel's JaVel though. They kind of knew what they were getting when they signed him. So I mean, but like I don't, know. I don't, I don't like they're they have pieces, but they're they're being just absolute trash. And now Ingram's done for the year. Uh, Ball's done for the year as of now, and then you know LeBron's on minute minute watch, thirty two minutes a game. That's yeah. all he gets. So he's on minute watch and all kind of stuff, right? So like, my tire fire is just the state of the LA Lakers, the laid back Lakers. I think is what we called it. Uh, and I just, think so. it's just yeah, laid back Lakers. Yeah, just the fact that they're absolutely in a trash heap right now after everybody had lofty expectations for them this year. So. It's a pretty good one. Yep. I think this one's pretty good too from Irfan. Mm-hmm. I can't I want to win one. You guys keep beating me. <laughs> <laughs> you had the Rams for four yeah. straight or five four straight. Yeah. They were one short of it breaking making it into the rafters and retiring. <laughs> um now Irfan's two for two with the Ottawa Senators and he's got another good one. And he's sticking to hockey. Yep. Yeah. He he just sent this to me as this tire fire name. He usually comes up with pretty cool ones. He literally just put Columbus Blue Jackets, period. <laughs> Rightfully so. Yep. And they have been bad. They've been really, really bad. Since the since the trade deadline they which they tooled up and tried to get ready for everything. Yep. 
they just have not pulled it together. They barely snuck past the Devils in a game that they should have blown them out, and they didn't. Yep. They, he even picked, like, Irfan picked them as the, his trade deadline winner. And they just haven't done anything since. They've they've been brutal. Torts is sitting out McQuaid because he hasn't been good enough. And let's be honest, Torts is putting him in bad situations, so it's not really helping McQuaid. That's because I don't like Torts as a coach. I agree. The only th- the only reason I like him is because he makes stupid comments and he gets on the news all the time. It's the only reason why I like him. Yeah. And now, like the Columbus Blue Jackets are not even in the division spot anymore. They're in the wild card. Yeah. Right now they're playing. They're Tampa playing in the Tampa. First round. You just dropped out of third in the division and all the way down to fifth. To Carolina. And Pittsburgh. Well, but Pittsburgh passed them as well. I know, but Carolina is third in the division right now. And rightfully and so. They've played unreal. I love Carolina. They have Peter Morazic and Curtis McElhaney as their goalies. Hey, Max is a great backup goalie. <laughs> exactly. You should not be losing in the division spot to those two goalies. No, When you but have Sergei Bobrovsky yeah. by himself, he should carry you to that next point. Agreed. Right? It's it's just one of those ones where like you I can't understand after tooling up like they did. And giving up every single pick they have. Yeah. Yeah. They're not showing Panarin and Bobrovsky good reason to stay. Absolutely not. <laughs> Let alone Duchesne or Dezingle, who are all f- also free agents. Yeah. Like, you have you probably have your four of your top six players. Yeah. Seven players well, depending on where you rank Zingle. Uh, in that team. I don't I don't know where five you five or six, yeah. Right? Depending on where you rank him. You have four of your top fill in the number there players yep. all UFAs and you're showing that no one wants to play for torts and no one wants to play in Columbus Yeah, that's, that's pretty much what you're showing there's a chance that they fall out of the playoffs oh yeah for sure so Irfan nice tire fire dude I agree yeah, very nice nicely done don't, um, don't win this week though don't win yet. can I win guys please no I'm sorry you it's, my, it's my second <laughs> can I win get better you're trash I'm working on it um yeah, is there anything else you want to talk about before we wrap it up? Um, Ra- Raps clinching a playoff spot. Raps, Raps clinched, yeah. Milwaukee and Raps are the only two teams that clinched so far. Yeah. Um, I think they're like six games up or something on something Golden like State. Something like, like that. Good for them. So, um, yeah, I, I think I, don't know, I think I think the East is probably going to take it this year. It's a bold statement, but I think the East is going to take the championship. I just think that the West is going to beat up on each other all through that's, the playoffs. That's what I mean. I think and you got three teams maybe in the East that are going to compete. Probably in the East final, you're probably going to have. Ideally, you have Bucks Raps, which is the which ba- is probably two teams, which honestly playing. is realistic. Yeah, and I think probably in the West, you probably have Golden State and probably Houston, either Houston or Denver. Denver's been playing well as well. So. Yeah, that's true. Um, I, keep, I always forget Denver. I always don't put Denver up there, but they've played really I don't, well. No, nobody ever thinks of Denver, right? They've played really Denver's well. I'll that, give them credit. Denver's that other team, right, that yeah. just seems to be always consistent. But, um, you know, OKC can always show up. Portland can show up. Because right now Golden State's matching up with the Spurs, so I like that I like that matchup by Golden State. Nuggets against but the Clippers. That second that second round series, you're probably looking at OKC or Portland. For, Which is tough. For That's Golden a tough State. matchup. And the way Golden State's been playing this year, not as the greatest team, it's it's a uh, it's a controversial topic. Yeah, so. that's fair. Um, and then you got Houston would have to play Utah, and then probably Denver. Yeah, which that that'd be a fun matchup, I think. Well, because number two is Denver, so yeah, Denver. they would they would probably play Houston. Because right now it'd be Utah, Houston, Utah, Denver, LA, Denver, LA, so LA yeah. Clippers. Yeah. 
Let's let's specify that. <laughs> yeah, definitely not the Lakers. Definitely not the Lakers. That'd be a walk. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then in the East, you got Milwaukee, Miami, which would be a good series because you would see Dwayne Wade and stuff like that. Which I love watching him play. You have Toronto, Brooklyn. Which Brooklyn's already won the first two matchups in Toronto, but yeah, that's that's a tough matchup yeah, for the Raps, but they they're the better team and should come out of that. The other thing is, uh, you know, Detroit can drop and Brooklyn hops them, so it all depends on that. Indiana's right now in third, but they're only a game up on Philly. So um, that one could honestly, the next three spots could go anywhere. Th- yeah, three, four, five can switch pretty pretty easily. I think if you're Indiana or if you're Toronto or Milwaukee, you want Philly, Boston in a four or five. Yeah. Oh, and for sure. Just have them beat up on each other. Oh, absolutely. And um, then Milwaukee. Will and Milwaukee hopefully picks up the scraps. Is really well. The other thing is, is that the one the one thing that we're not pointing out is they get reseeded after yeah. the first round in the NBA, right? Yeah. So you get Milwaukee will play the lowest rated team. Mm-hmm. Now, who that is, will it's debatable. But unless somebody gets upset, you're looking at Philly. Yeah. Right, so it'll be interesting. Yeah, um, I thought we'd give a shout out to our Raptor boys. Yeah, exactly. Playing well. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about? Anything you want to bring up? No, I think that's it for me. All right. Um, keep looking out for those heated segments. We're just trying to get our intro figured out, and then we will post one of those as soon as we mm-hmm. get that done. Um, also, keep an eye out. We might be releasing um, a video version of this episode. Yes. Fancy. Very fancy. With actual video. Ooh. Ah. We're going to give that a try. We'll see if it works. Um, if not, I apologize for getting your hopes up once again. But we're giving stuff a try, guys. We're still young. We're figuring it out. You're basically going to see an hour of us just looking at our computer screens. That's not true. Ones. I looked over at you a lot. <laughs> you didn't look up at once. <laughs> but we'll, we'll figure it out. When there's three of us, it's a little bit easier to bounce. But every, everybody forth. can see my gritty sweater, so it's okay. My gritty sweater is very nice. We also have to update some of these, I think. Yes. Some of the... Jerseys that we have up. I got the St. Pat's one, by the way. Nice. I caved. Um, but that'll pretty much do it for us here this week. Uh, make sure you vote on Twitter and Instagram for your tire fire of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we love having you guys vote. We've been getting a lot more recently, and, and we do like that. Absolutely. Um, we're going to try to put more polls up throughout this, the next couple weeks when it comes to uh, Champions League as well as probably the NBA and NHL playoffs. Yep, rounding out, and uh, hopefully we'll get more of you guys involved. So uh, for all of us here at uh, Garage Door Sports, we want to thank you for listening, and we will see you next week.